Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You probably could kill me with these, but it would take a lot. What three wrestling matches would you watch if you were stranded on a desert island? This is what I'm asking wrestling's best. In the ring, around the ring, behind the scenes, or behind a microphone. I'm Tom Campbell. Thank you for joining me on Cultaholic Island for another episode of Desert Island Graps. From Providence, Rhode Island. There's a tenuous line between brave and stupid. And I think we've all figured out over the past few months that Beta Scott has a little trouble navigating the difference. I am the heart of Shimmer. You've never appreciated me for the gift to professional wrestling that I am. I am a delicate freaking flower of a woman. And I'm demanding that you tip your cap to me and step aside. Come on, Solo. I know you call yourself a squirrel girl, but you're not a chicken too, are you? Beta, you're killing it. See you in Dallas, nerds. So at time of recording, we're just a couple of days into January. Vader Scott, did you have a good Festivus? Great. I'm not a huge Christmas person, so it works well for me. Growing up, I, I wasn't a big Christmas person. Um, I have several different holidays that we celebrate in my family. What was it that got you into Christmas after all this time? Um, so I think, honestly, it's just like all the decorations and things like that. Uh, last year... Not this past year, but the last last Christmas season, um, I was in uh, England for a while, but then I went to Japan over that time. So there were Christmas markets, and then uh, in Japan, like Christmas isn't so much of a thing, like in terms of a holiday. It's more of just like there's some like uh, Christmas iconography around, and uh, some. Tokyo Disneyland is decorated for Christmas and that sort of stuff. So I like the imagery of Christmas. Um, I grew up in the Northeast of Pennsylvania uh, in, in America, which um, is is snowy, but not like huge blizzards and things. So it's like Christmassy. We have Christmassy weather, uh, but no, wasn't a big Christmas person. Um, a little bit more now. I like the Christmas trees and the Christmas markets and all that. And you're, and you're flying the flag for the, the most controversial Christmas food of all, which is Brussels sprouts. Yes. Uh, well, and I also love fruitcake. <laughs> oh, good. I love, I love Brussels sprouts. I love fruitcake. Um, all of these uh, not-so-well-liked foods. Although I think for a lot of people, maybe they tried them as... Oh, a cat. Sorry. I'm sitting in the parking lot of my gym, and a cat just <laughs> ran over the hood of my car. Um, I... Uh, 
I don't know. I think sometimes people maybe like tried these foods as children where you're kind of in a yum phase. And if things aren't instantly like good to you, like if they're not just sweet, um, you don't like them and then they didn't try them again. I don't know. But yeah, no, I love fruitcake. I love Brussels sprouts. Lots of foods that people uh, tend not to eat. Well, that means oh, surely it means around Christmas time, then you're well fed. Because if there's loads of stuff left over, the people yeah, nobody like- wants it. Yeah. We're sending you on a desert island, Ada. We're going to burn for you a DVD featuring your three favorite wrestling matches. Matches you're happy to watch over and over again whilst on said desert island. So I'd like to ask you what your first wrestling match would be. Okay, so I will say, I don't know if these are my three. So I found out this was the premise of this interview, like, uh, I don't know, half an hour ago or something. Okay. Um, so I uh, I wouldn't say these are my three favorite matches, but they're the three match. They're three matches, maybe not the three, but they are definitely three matches um, that I rewatch a lot um, for various reasons. Um, so they're, like, amongst my favorite matches. I don't think any of them are, I don't know that they're necessarily, like, perfect. One of them is pretty close to a perfect match. But, um but yeah, they have a lot of rewatchability for, for lots of reasons or like they, uh, I guess, like generated particular emotions when I watched them for the first time. So that sort of thing. These And these are in no particular order. Mm-hmm. They're just the order that I'm saying them. Um, so I'd say maybe uh, I would choose uh, Sasha Banks versus Bailey from TakeOver in 2015, Brooklyn. This is the biggest match of my life. I've been in this position before and I've had this title match and every time I've let it but not this time, that's right. You're facing the NXT Women's Champion. I want to teach every single one of these little girls that fairy tales don't have a happy ending. I'm going to finally prove to the world, prove to my mom who keeps coming to these championship matches and watching me lose, and I'm going to prove to Sasha Banks. Here comes Bailey. She's finally had enough. That she was wrong about me, and I will defeat her. The two talents are awesome. The, the build for the match was incredible. Um, there was so much emotion behind it if you're watching NXT at the time. So that the build to this match was great. Um, just like ultimate bad guy, ultimate good guy sort of thing. Um, just two, two incredibly talented women. But then the match itself is, is so exciting. The crowd is insane. Um, just it, But for me just what it represented in terms of like that moment in wrestling where you were like, Oh, everything in at least North America is going to be different now because there are, there's amazing women's wrestling all over the world all the time uh, for, for, for decades, especially if you seek it out. But this was a moment on like, uh, as close to like mainstream television as you were getting with NXT at the time um, where these were two women who it just felt like, Oh, this, this is different. Things are different now. Um, and I think it resonated with people who weren't even necessarily the biggest fans of like women's wrestling or the biggest fans who were like seeking out wrestling outside of WWE and outside of NXT where they were like, Oh, this is, this is something that I'm not used to seeing. This feels different. This feels so important. This feels so huge and everything was different from them. So I think that was just such a a turning point match for what it represented um, for so many women and so many people in general. Uh, It's just, it's an incredible match. Like it's just, it's such an exciting match. It has unlimited rewatchability just because it's, it's a great match. And then if you go back and just rewatch all the build to it too, that whole package and what it led to, I think is, is why it's rewatched. So, so rewatchable. But the match itself is amazing. 
it was one of those things where it was it was groundbreaking in the sense of you know it's the it's the first time within a WWE brand that the the women's match has gone on last in the main event. But it was it went on last. It wasn't for that occasion because of a, a, a cultural shift. It was because it was the easily the most important match of the night. So it had to go on last. It right, was the match with just... the most story behind it. And there, and then like from there, um, like things just just felt like I said they just were different. There, the level of importance that was like that what followed was great. Um, everything they're doing now is amazing, um, and I think it just really shifted women's wrestling in NXT, which I think NXT right now, honestly, um, in terms of like mainstream wrestling, television wrestling, probably the best women's division. I, I think I'd say that pretty confidently in terms of just like the diversity of characters and the different styles and this, the, the sheer amount of talent. Um, and that kind of all has been a shift from, from that moment in Brooklyn. Do you remember where you were when you watched it for the first time? Um, I was in Brooklyn, but I wasn't at the show. I had uh, I had worked in Brooklyn myself that weekend um, for a, a different promotion. Uh, so I was still in town um, hanging out and I was watching, uh, I wasn't at the, sh- I, I think I watched, I believe I watched it live. Did I watch it live? No, I was there, but I wasn't at the show. The women's wrestling, uh, in NXT in particular, like in a, in a completely different way, like the, the way the the work that went into building this match, um, uh, with all the women involved, uh, was just, was just incredible. It was really admirable. And, um, so I think it was just a really important match. The match itself is great. Um, they had, of course, a, a, a lot of great matches. They've had tons of great interactions over time, but it's probably that match that I would, I would pick out We're going with all the history of Sasha and Bailey. You've um you've been part of of locker rooms both in the US and quite a lot in the UK. Obviously, your mic is uh, is based in the UK as well. Uh, how do you find life in the UK when you're here? Oh, um, I love it. For me, I've been traveling as much as I can in the past. It's been about two and a half, three years um, that I've just been doing a lot more um, outside of America. And I I love working with different people, training with different people, all the different crowds. And this, I've kind of been around for, but I wouldn't say, like, I'm sort of around for, but on the edges and the fringes of how uh, wrestling's been changing, like British wrestling's been changing. And I've, I've seen some of that change and some of that shift without being, like, fully immersed in it because I don't live there full time. Um, although I'm, at this point, I'm living there closer to full time than I am in America. Um, but yeah, no, I love it. I'll be back this year. I'm sorry. I'm like sniffling around. I'm not. That's sick. okay. Are you, are you not, un- not that you can catch anything through a, a <laughs> Skype call, but I'm not sick. Uh, I'm just allergic. What are you allergic to? Everything. Uh, oh really? The world. Beets in particular. I'm actually allergic. Very allergic to beets. I'm not. I'm not sick though. Everyone. I'm fine. When did you find out you're allergic to beets? I want to go down this rabbit hole. So uh, when I said that I like a lot of foods that other people don't like, uh, I don't like beets. Um, and where I grew up in, in Pennsylvania, in the States, um, pickled beets are very much a thing. Ooh. I don't know if people really know what they are outside of like certain regional areas in America. I don't know if it's a thing internationally. I've never sought them out, but they're essentially, they're, um, they're beets. We just call them beets here. I like beetroot better. I think that sounds better because literally what it is, but, um, they're just the, the purple beets and they're, uh, I believe they're boiled ahead of time. Like they're cooked and then they're put in a pickling liquid. So they turn into these like, um, round sort of like half crunchy, half soft pickled things, but they still taste like beets. Anyway, when I was growing up, they're very popular with hard boiled eggs. It turns the eggs purple. I also hate hard boiled eggs. So these are two foods that like I associated with each other, hated them, never ate them. And then as an adult, I was like, everyone loves beets. Beets are great. People are juicing. 
I'm going to get in on the beat trade. So I bought a whole bunch of beats and I'm like, I'm going to make myself like them. I'm going to force myself to like them. I don't, I don't like them, but I'm going to make myself like them. And I had, I made like a beet salad and maybe like a beet smoothie and my mouth started to swell up and my tongue started to swell and I broke out in hives. Uh, and I had to go to the urgent care, uh, to find out that I am not like a deadly allergic to beets. Like you probably could kill me with beets, but it would take a lot. Uh, but I have enough of a reaction that it's not great. And, uh, there, there's, there's beetroot coloring in a lot of things, which is why uh, sometimes like I'll get like a headache and I can check and I can see that there's like beet coloring in something, which I don't I don't necessarily avoid so much. But yeah, allergic to beets. I was going to say, is there I think with with the exception of beets, or is there anything that you love that you found you're allergic to? No, just the beets. Oh, that's all right. So far, so that's far. The, so so far so good. That's that's good. The that's other good. thing, the other thing, and this actually I guess could turn tragic is I love bees. And I've never oh. been stung by a bee, so I don't know if I'm allergic to bees yet. But I really love bees. Uh, I love bees, beehives. Uh, I know people who are beekeepers. Uh, but I've never been stung by a bee, and I've always wondered about it because, I don't know, I feel, feel like something I could be allergic to. Well, where, where did your love of bees come from? <laughs> well, they're, they're, like, they're great. How, who doesn't love bees? I guess people who are allergic to bees, probably. Would you ever become a beekeeper? Um, I, I, <laughs> I've thought about it. In, in all seriousness, um, I think it's really fascinating. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's on the list. I could see, I could see you getting a farm and, and having a selection of animals and then making like your own outfit. honey. I like the outfit. Oh, it's, 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 it's a good look. It's a strong I'm not, look. I'm not good with white, but I think for this I could, I could make it work. <laughs> Second match then for your DVD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a topic. Um, uh, <laughs> this this does happen I in these. Think, so I, I was thinking about stuff and I was like made a list of a bunch of different possibilities. But I think uh, I would go with in terms of like matches that I rewatch quite a bit. Um, I would this one I I did not see live obviously, uh, and I didn't see until I was a much older. Uh, is Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard the I Quit Cage match from Starcade '85? Magnum TA, it's you and me, Starcade 85, The Gathering. That microphone stuck in your mouth, the heartthrob of America, and you're going to go, no more, Master Tully. No more. This is the last one. I quit. Well, there's no secret to an I quit match. Both men are in tremendous shape, but only one man has got the biggest heart in that square circle. Only one man wants it more than the other man, because the other man will have gotten on that microphone and say before the whole wrestling world, I quit. I don't want any more. I remember specifically seeking it out and re-watching it the first time that I was going to be in a cage match myself. I am someone who loves moves and loves spots, and this match has none of that in it at all. And it's a, it's an amazing match. It's, it's, it's one of those other ones that's like nearly a perfect match in a completely different way than I think you might a lot of people would sort of qualify that it has so much rewatchability because it's so emotional and and the way that every like uh asking uh if one of the other quits is done it's just it's just so emotional and dramatic um but i i rewatched it i sought it out and rewatched it when i had a, a cage match to do myself what did you pick up from that then that you incorporated in your cage match so uh, and i've rewatched it i've rewatched it many 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 times since then again just just for the drama and i I think it's it's one of those matches that if if professional wrestlers want to look at how to add like maybe more drama to a situation I, i'm not saying that i'm anyway on this level but it's something that it's something to watch and look at um 
just in terms of like there was there was of course a sense of urgency to everything because it was it was a cage match but it was an I quit match and it was one of those like you know verbally you have to say I quit um, and I love I quit matches because I think life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if AI could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sometimes they're hilarious. Other times they're really dramatic and over the top. Um, but but this one in particular, the, every single time, like there's there's a, a moment in time where where um, Magnum is asking has a mic. So they're using the microphone as a weapon as well. Um, and there's a moment in time where where Magnum is asking Tully if he quits, and he's got the microphone in his face, and everyone's bleeding, and and Tully doesn't even say no, yes or no. He just sort of like screams. And it's incredible. And the crowd is going freaking nuts and baby dolls going crazy on the outside. Uh, it's just, it's just a great match. The ending is great. Um, but yeah, I think it's just one of those, like just, it's completely rewatchable, even though you, you know, every minute of it, you know how it's going to end. Uh, you said before that you've been a wrestling fan all your life. Can you remember yeah. how you discovered watching wrestling? Absolutely not. I can't. I get asked this question a lot. Um, I don't. Yeah. Um, there, I was a kid. It was on TV. Um, I have a younger brother. We watched wrestling. Um, and I don't, like, I don't remember, like, my first match I ever watched or anything like that. It just was around. It was just something that you and your brother watched yep. together. Mm-hmm. Who, who did you enjoy? So my favorite wrestler of all time, and I enjoyed him also when I was a kid, even though he was a bad guy, is Owen Hart. I don't know if it was, like, the weird, like, sibling like rivalry stuff i don't know um i loved owen hart i loved just all of his different characters um i so i really connected with him he was always my favorite in terms of like wwf he was he was my favorite um just always across the board and uh i remember my brother my brother was really into like the over the top characters too. He was like a huge big boss man fan because he wore a police uniform and my brother had a little like police costume. But yeah, like all, all the, you know, like all the, the favorites, like we were kids and wrestling was fun. You transitioned into being a wrestler, hence why yes. we are here. A couple of days ago, you put a video on called My Name is Vader Scott. Here is my proposal. 
Here is my big pitch. If I can't do this forever, then I'm gonna go as hard as I can while I can because I'm, I'm damn sure I still can. Give me any woman, any man, anywhere on the planet. I am staking whatever reputation I still have on this. Why? Because I, I have to do this. I need to do this. I'm Veda Scott, and I love professional wrestling. I guess I never realized how much I needed to love me back. What made you pick up the camera that day? I like talking into the camera. Um, I think it's it's a part of wrestling where I can really connect with people and connect with fans. Um, and I love doing promos to hype up matches. Uh, and I, I try to do I try to do as many promos like to hype up individual matches as I can and just stay on top of that. Um, I think it's important. It's a, it's a part of wrestling that really connected with me, like people who can talk and promos and things like that. Um, that's that's something that connects with me as a fan. Um, so I try to do as much of it as I can myself because uh, I think it just it's it's a good way to just like kind of like come out of your shell and and, and work on like developing character things. But uh, in terms of like sometimes I film videos that aren't necessarily like match specific. They're more like just communicating. Um, and that was one of them. It was just uh, a thing where I, you know, we're uh, wrestling is, is evolving and wrestling is changing. And I have um, I've been traveling and going pretty much nonstop for the past two years. And now I have like a tiny little, I'm, I was in uh, Montreal at the time uh, for the holidays and I just was, I had like a show and then I finished the show and then I took a weekend off and I was like, I don't have um, a set plan necessarily for the next couple months. Uh, and that's kind of what I was discussing, but yeah. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like to promote a particular match or anything, which I think makes sometimes makes filming things harder. My, my goal for the next year or one of my goals, uh, is to just put more content out there. Um, because I enjoy watching it from other people and I want to be more part of that conversation in terms of content creators. So I'm also sort of pushing myself with that by making myself do it. It just, I, yeah, you do, you, you do put a lot of uh, videos already out there. And if you're going to focus on more, then that's, that's excellent for everybody involved. But yeah. with that one in particular, it just, it felt very, felt very real. Like you were, like it, it was something that you needed to get off your chest that day. No, and it was. And I think that's another, like, a, a sort of like, um, corollary goal to my goal to release more content is, and I've had a lot of conversations with people about this, is I, um, I have a real life, um, that I keep fairly, private and like I put little bits and pieces of it uh, online and I'm pretty guarded about aspects of my life and I think that's important and that's important like for my mental health and I think it's something that everyone needs to consider when they're on social media but also I understand that there's a certain level of um transparency and a certain level of like real lifeness um that's kind of transitioning in terms of just in general social media not just not just with pro wrestling but you just see like bloggers and and celebrities and and just in general just normal quote-unquote normal people just putting their lives um on the internet and i'm trying to again enter that conversation a little bit more too um and be a little bit more transparent about real parts of me without completely like putting it all out there because I also think it's important to, to hold a little bit of that back for yourself and for your, your, your private life. 
Yeah, there needs to be a, a separation. Otherwise, the two blur and you can just spend forever working, basically. Yeah, so I think I think that's, a, like I said, like a sort of a, a corollary goal to me putting out more content is to be um, a little bit more, um, I don't want to say exposed, but a little bit more, I don't want to say honest either because I'm not dishonest. But you know what I mean? Like to just be a little bit more candid. I would say candid is a good is a good term a little bit more candid but also maintain um a level of 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 private life that i'm comfortable with and i think that's an important balance for everyone i know one of your goals as well this year was to do more stuff on the commentary table yes um i love doing commentary it's something i work really really hard at and it's something that i think i've i've gotten to be fairly decent at uh, again through just like working at it and, and trying different things and um i've had the opportunity to call matches for a, a lot of great promotions and i, I want to do more of it i want to do more of it in the next year for sure i have i have a couple like just shows lined up where i've agreed to also do the commentary on i, I do that pretty frequently where i'll wrestle a match and then i'll call the rest of the show that sort of thing like that that kind of deal um um, but I, I'm also always interested in, in doing just the broadcasting end of a show so I can really like do a deep dive on things and really focus on that. Um, so I do, I do have stuff lined up. Like even sometimes it's just like, I'm on the show and I'll call a couple matches. So I don't necessarily like advertise it or have it scheduled. It's just like, sometimes if I'm on a show, I'll sit down and call some of the show also. Now, before we get to your final match, the other things yes. you're allowed to take on the island uh, are, and I like to spring this on people when I chat to them, is a movie, an album, and a luxury item. So it hasn't necessarily got to be your favorite movie, but it could be a movie that you like like with the matches, you're happy to watch over and over again, uh, an album that you're happy to listen to countless times, and then something to make you feel at home while you're there. So how about a movie? If you could take a movie on the island, what would oh, it be? Oh, no. I don't have a favorite movie. I, this comes up a lot. I don't yeah. have a favorite movie. This should not be a hard question. This probably is a very easy question for most people. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... Uh, uh, one the... movie? What? Yeah, just the one. Just the one. Wait, what, do you, what was the question? Um, a movie that you'll take onto the island. A movie, an no, album, and a look. You, I, I interrupted you. You're oh, going to apologies. Ask something and I, yeah. What was the last movie that you watched? If you're struggling, we can always go with that. Oh, I, it won't be that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I was. I when I do cardio, I watch um, like romantic comedies on Netflix, like kind of movies that I don't ever sit down and watch otherwise, but I really like to watch while I'm doing cardio. Does it, it help? It does. Because um, you kind of just zone out to it. I can do like 40 minutes on the elliptical while watching Eat, Pray, Love, which is what I was just doing. Oh, wow. That not, that's that's not the movie, though. Okay. <laughs> so I love Julia Roberts. I will say that. I think she's wonderful. She was just really fun. Just really fun. Um, but yeah, no, that's not the move. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe Empire Strikes Back. Maybe. Good shout. Good shout. A lot, lot, lot of rewatchability with that. Fun like that i like that a lot okay how about an album oh the album would be uh in the airplane over the sea by neutral milk hotel it's a perfect album straight Unli in there yeah unlimited unlimited re-listenability nice and a luxury item oh oh geez um so i'll give you an idea we've had uh who we had on here um I believe I believe Solo Darling's taking Officer Magnum. She's taking her dog. Okay. Uh, uh, David Starr is taking a body pillow. Okay. Uh, Nick Aldis is taking his Jaguar, um, and Colt Cabana's taking a B day. So it's quite a broad spectrum. 
does it have to be a luxury item or can it just be an item? My just item, a, an item can I, be a luxury item. Okay. Um, well, I mine would definitely be a book. Um, in terms of what book? Uh, bah, 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 maybe. Uh, what book could I reread the most? Uh, I genuinely thought you'd say Little Women. Oh, that's certainly not my favorite book, but it does have a lot of rereadability to it. Um, in terms of something I can, uh, I don't, I don't know what book can I read. What book do I reread a lot? I reread The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, oh, at least once get a year. In. That's that a great might, choice. That might be it. Not the whole, not the, not the whole series, and not. And I would, I would like a copy of the radio series as well if I could have that. But maybe, maybe that. Maybe that. Well, if you're, if you're stuck for a movie, can I also recommend you take the, the, the 2005 Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy you movie? Can, you may not. No. What? You that. Do you, you not like it? it? No, I'm not. And I love Martin Freeman, too. I was very excited to have him in it, and I did not really particularly like the film. Oh, that's a shame, because I like I, I love the the radio series. is phenomenal. I've just yeah. finished reading and another thing, and uh, I thought the the film was one of it's definitely in the top three. I really love it. Like, so I, it, I mean, the more I think about it, I might have to choose. I might have to choose the book as my luxury item. I do have a I have a forty two tattooed on my ankle, so I feel like it's fitting. Ah, oh, amazing, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, definitely take definitely take a you can take a couple of Hitchhiker's Guide books. That's fine. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Your third and final match, Vader, before we let uh, you go. Uh, what's okay. it going to be? Narrowing down to three is hard. Um, I will pick one that I just rewatched the other day and that I rewatch uh, semi-frequently. And it'd be Miko Satomura versus Io Shirai. In particular, their match from stardom in 2015. They've had a bunch of matches. Uh, this one, I think, is the best. Uh, very, 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 very close to a perfect wrestling match. It might be a perfect wrestling match. When, where were you when you watched it first time? Um, I watched it. I watched it. I wasn't there live. Um, I just watched it on the internet. So they've had they've had a number of encounters. I think this one is the best one. It's uh, 43 minutes long, I want to say like that. It's quite long. Uh, the crowd, it's, it's uh, so it's from 2015, but it's it's the, the end of the, one of the end of the year shows for Stardom. So it's like, uh, I want I don't know the exact date. It's probably December 23rd, 24th, like end of the year, like their year end climax show. Um, the crowd is insane. Uh, the, the, the emotions are all there. I mean, Miko Sanamura is, is probably is just the best. She's just phenomenal on every level. And EO is so, so good in this. And she's, this is her developing, but already being great. Um, it's just, it's such a great match. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. Um, but yeah, I think that's another one that just has so much rewatchability to it because there's, there's so many nuances. Um, there's so much emotion and it's just, but it's exciting every time, no matter how many times you watch it. And I think that's, that's sometimes hard to capture, uh, in rewatchability in a wrestling match. If it's still exciting when you've already seen it. It says something about a match when, as you say, you know every step of it, but you you can't help but check it out over yeah. and over again. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what that's sort of what I was going for when I was picking these matches, and I I'm sure I have other ones, but like just the the idea of like it's still exciting and it's still engaging, like rereading a book or rewatching a movie. Wonderful. Well, that well that will do it for our for our time. This has been lovely to chat to you, Vader. It's been okay. really really lovely. Um, where can people go to find out what you're doing next? What have you got coming up? Just go for it. This is your time to to plug away. Um. So the main the main place to follow me is on my Twitter. 
uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll get links, but it's at it's Veda time. Uh, that's, that's pretty much where I put everything is on there. I have an Instagram and a Facebook too, uh, but I don't update them as much. So I would definitely say go to Twitter. Um, I have a YouTube channel that I don't use, but I swear that I'm going to start using. So I'll link stuff on there too. Uh, but yeah, it's the Twitter is the main thing for me. You can, you can find everything on my Twitter. Veda, this has been lovely. Thank you so much for dropping by. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 